an initial $100,000 investment continually reinvested with no other commitment yep. in relation 25 years later is worth $3.2 million. Um, show me anything else in the world that can give you that. Welcome to the Threefold Real Estate Investing Podcast. This is the podcast where you'll not only learn how you can achieve massive success in multifamily real estate investing, but also how you can simultaneously pursue great relationships with your family and a better walk with God. You can achieve financial freedom through real estate investing without sacrificing the relationships that mean the most to you. Now, here's your host, Lee Yoder. Welcome back, Three Full Listeners. I hope you're having a great week this week. We've got another great guest for you today. Trevor Thompson is joining us from down in Austin, Texas. He's probably a little warmer than we are here in Ohio today. Uh, but anyway, Trevor is um, a limited partner on 20 deals. Six of them have gone full cycle. He's also a general partner on a couple of syndications. But over the past few years, uh, he's become very passionate about learning about real estate investing. He's an avid learner. He continuously is connecting with like-minded people. His why, uh, his, his big driver is to have a thousand people attain financial independence through real estate investing. He's now an active sponsor. Um, he wants to be a general partner, uh, you know, an asset manager, boots on the ground in Texas um, and, and improve his capital raising ability. So um, kind of sort of more passive, moving to more active. We'll get into all that. But first of all, Trevor, thanks uh, so much for joining us today. Welcome to the show. I'm super excited to be here. Thanks for having me. I want to I jump into this passive investing and, and, and kind of how you've done that. How have you learned? How have you networked and done enough to feel comfortable with jumping into these syndications? Because I think a lot of my listeners and a lot of people out there that, that you're trying to educate and doing a good job of, Trevor, it's it's pretty scary. It feels like, well, yeah, stock market, you can lose money, but it's not scary because everybody does it. But getting into maybe investing in an apartment building or a self-storage facility, it, it seems scary. So we're going to get into all that. But real quick, tell us where you started, Trevor, just, just kind of the quick version where did you, what were you doing before you got into real estate investing? Why'd you get into it? And a little bit about how you progressed through that. Yeah. So I'm originally from Niagara Falls, Canada, which is why you see beautiful falls behind me. Yeah. I love it. These Niagara investments. Uh, and uh, I've been in the attractions and entertainment business my whole life. So starting okay. at Ripley's, believe it or not, at age 13, did five years, then 18 years with Guinness World of Records, mm. moved to the U.S. and oddly enough, opened a year round haunted house. And then switched oh. over to iFly Indoor Skydiving. I did 20 years with them. And quite interestingly, a very first team meeting, they gave everybody a copy of Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I'd that never read it yet. And yeah. it was quite interesting and it opened my eyes. But I did what so many people did. I was afraid of toilets, tenants, and trash. Didn't understand yep. it. Too busy yep. just doing my job, you know. So right. don't want to do that. No time, no money. Let me just focus on my career. So I did 20 years with iFly Indoor Skydiving. We did get bought out by a private equity company. So I had a little bit of a windfall. So I no longer had the no cash um, okay. excuse to make. And I also paid yep. significant income tax because, of course, it's all ordinary income at the highest tax rate. And so I thought, OK, stupid me. Um, I've got to get serious about this real estate investing. And right. you're right. It was terrifying. And I started going to the weekend seminars like, Give us 50000 and we'll tell you how to buy an office building with no money down. And I went, yeah, eh, it doesn't quite sound right. And uh, Different things. And then I did join a local group. Um, don't recommend people join the group, so I never mentioned them. But it did give me my first start. I started being educated in passive investing in multifamily. And I got to tell you, the light bulb came on. 
I yeah. went, wow, this is amazing. Because again, I didn't want to deal with toilets and tents and trash. I just didn't understand it. And when I got to the point where I understood I'm investing in some people, they're buying an asset, they're running a business. So I'm actually buying a business that bought right. an asset. And it's Good, a, yep. and I all know we all know real estate appreciates over time. Um, and then I started to learn all the value of the power of leverage, you know, the power of everything. Also, it's the most efficient way to earn money back. There's a lot of reasons why real estate is one of the most tax efficient ways to earn money. And all of a sudden, all the light bulbs started coming on. And I went, wow, I never thought of it this way. And not only that, you know, we're taking underperforming apartment complexes. We're making them better for the tenants. So there's some sort of social good in the whole for thing. For sure, yeah. You know, I started and I just got hooked. Obviously doing 20 investments, not all multifamily because I want to diversify a little bit, but I definitely went in full steam as you can imagine, let, you know, 20 investments in less than five years. Um, and yep. it was, it, and I'm, I'm hooked on it. I definitely sure. Yeah, I know that's really good. And I, I think you're, um, where you started, Trevor, is, is where just about anybody's going to start. I mean, I know, when I learned about uh, real estate investing, I mean, it really kind of clicked with me and I wanted to jump all in. But my, my first question was just like, why, why have I never really heard of this? Why does, why does nobody I know do this? If it's so good, if the numbers are what they look like they are and like, you know, there, there's, and it's true that all, you know, 90% of millionaires have, you know, have yeah. most of their wealth in real estate and all, all these different things. Like, why don't I know anybody? And, and um, it's a good question, but you want to move past that. And, and so, uh, you know, what is pretty clear that you did, Trevor, to get past that is you started educating yourself. Yeah. So um, let's speak to that a little bit. Um, I really want to dig in on this. So if we've got uh, people out there listening, maybe in a similar situation to where you were before you jumped in and have 20 investments, um, they're there, they're very interested. They're kind of starting to get it, but they, they want to learn more. Um, you joined a group that wasn't a good experience. You've joined some groups that have been a good experience, but maybe just take us through a, a couple of steps. And then as we go through that, Trevor, what are maybe some ways um, that, that you started to, it started to click with you and how you started to yeah. really understand it to make you more comfortable? Yeah. So at first I started reading some books about passive investing. Um, okay. My ultimate yeah. favor is a book called Passive Investing by a guy named James Kamasami. Um, he's okay. a local Texas syndicator. It's a best-selling book on Amazon. And I'm actually part of his mentoring program right now. Nice. Um, we run a virtual meetup once a month where we try to educate people about passive investing and there's a couple of others. So I do have a YouTube where I recommend books and a lot of the real estate books on passive investing are there. Right. You can learn it. And the, I would say the analogy that touched me the most, passively investing in real estate is like buying a ticket to go on an airplane. So hmm. you look at the airliners, right? And we're not going to fly air or whatever, transat from the middle of nowhere, in the middle of Russia, whatever it is, right? We're looking yeah. at the airline. And so we do a little bit of research on the airline, right? And we all know the big airlines, they run safe and they do things. So you buy a ticket on the journey and you're going to go on your destination. So I compare this to your destination of financial independence. So okay. you don't buy the airline. You don't buy an airplane. You don't learn how to fly the airplane. You don't learn how to fix the airplane, but you trust somebody to do all those things for you. So right. if you think about it, the syndicating group is the one that owns the airline or the airplane. The pilot is your asset manager. He's the one who's responsible for your investment, just like keeping you safe. Um, they give you updates. Okay, we're getting ready to leave now. We need to do the following things. 
oh, wait a minute, there's been a little turbulence. We're going to buckle our seatbelts. Right. Let me tell you, we're going to change altitude a little bit, switch our plan around. And they go through all the things, the ground mechanics, that's your property management company. They're the one that keeps the things running, keeps the wheels on, if you want to say, for an airline analogy. The yeah. stewards and stewardesses, they're your investor relations. They're the people that brought you into the deal and make sure that you get up to date. And then when you're on the airplane, as a passive investor, you have no responsibilities, right? You may look out the window and make sure your luggage got on or, you know, hope. Hopefully the, the tires feel okay. Um, they de-isolate. You, you, you see it, but you don't have any responsibility for it. So you can continue to work. You can take a nap. You can go on vacation. You can do whatever <laughs> you want. Yeah. And, and the thing keeps rolling along. And then you yep. arrive at your destination. And which the analogy for apartment investing, they sell the asset. Yep. You get your portion of the expense, you know, of the income that they generated and your journey is done. Um, and I thought of that and I thought, wow, that's a really interesting, like, like I want to go on the journey, but I don't want to do all the work. Now, at some point, like we talked, I switched to doing some of the work, right? I started to study. And so I learned a little bit, but you know, I've got a team that I'm working with and we're filling all the different positions. And it's a big step up because just like on an airline, they're responsible for your lives. I'm responsible as a sponsor of a deal for your financial security. Yeah. Right. And you want to make sure when you're looking at investors, looking, sorry, at investments, you get to know your sponsors really, really well. So that's the number one thing, right? Find yeah. somebody, they call it know, like, and trust, but I want to take it a little step further that they actually spend some time and energy educating you. Mm, um, you know, my most successful investment to date is with someone I've gotten most of my asset management education from. You know, I went to oh, their webinars. I yeah. went to their training. I actually even paid for a course. Uh, they have a book out there that I bought and read. And, uh, you know, so, but I got to know them. And, you know, the thing that oddly enough, some people don't do, they talked about a deal that had some turbulence, some trouble. And they talked about how they didn't get the results that they would like but how they fixed it and it still was acceptable, right? They didn't quite hit their goal, um, but they did do a return to the investors. And I thought, wow, somebody who's honest, that yep. suits who I am, right? I want to yeah. know that that when a deal goes bad, you don't just go, well, I'm going to go on to the next deal. And um, they spent the time and they spent the time to talk about it. So when you're yeah. looking for a sponsor, you want to look for somebody who is also very willing to educate you, answer your questions, um, give you an idea of what you can expect if you decide to go on that journey with them. That's so good, Trevor. I, just even that piece, and I, I can think of a couple more that I want to get into, but I, I really love the analogy. So I want to keep going back to that because I'm just thinking, if you're talking to an airline pilot, because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about, okay, I decide I want to go, I want to get on this, I want to get on a plane, a plane. I haven't decided which one yet, but I want to get on a plane because I want to go to financial independence. So I, I, I'm bought in on that. I want to look at the pilot. And if you're talking to a pilot who says, you know, never been through some hard time, what would you want to get on a plane for a guy that's never experienced turbulence, yeah. right? How's he going to do when he experiences it for the first time? So I think that's so good. And I love the analogy for that piece because yeah, if, if you talk to a guy, yeah, I was, you know, went through turbulence and I just hit the eject button and that one went down, but man, all my other flights have been good. Well, that's not good. Right. Yeah. But you know, a guy that can say a guy or a girl, he can say, I, I've, I look, I've been through turbulence and, um, it was a bumpy ride and some of my passengers bumped their heads and, and it wasn't exactly like we thought it was going to be, but you know what? We hung in there. 
we got through it. We landed the plane. You know, maybe we didn't get as far along in the, you know, toward financial independence as we thought, but we got through it. I mean, that's a person. Okay, great. Because if it's smooth skies, you know, easy, uh, you're going to do well. But yeah. even if we get into turbulence, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're going to push through like you have in the past. So I, I love yeah. that piece. I think that's so important. I think the, the sponsor, the person really driving or flying the plane is, is really um, important. Another thing that I started thinking about, Trevor, is like, hey, I can pick different airlines. Um, and, and, you know, I can fly with Southwest, Delta, whatever. Um, I can fly with out of here. We, we've got Allegiant or Frontier that's like super cheap. It's also very small. <laughs> you don't get to take as much on. They charge back. So there's these different options that make me think like, that's maybe like your different asset classes, you know, yeah. um, or if we just want to stick to multifamily, it's different markets. So as you're educating yourself, uh, Trevor, how have you kind of made some of those decisions? Because I, I, I like how you unpack, you know, yeah, yeah. So I have another analogy because I'm right. headed, so I have to make these stories up so I can. <laughs> yeah, so, I am too. That's why I like you're gonna, so you're gonna, the jockey is your sponsor. Yep. The horse is the asset class. Okay. Yep. So for example, I'm invested mostly in multifamily, but I do have a retail, a medical center, a storage and a single family home fund. So I'm a little diversified. Yeah. So, but you want to make sure the asset class and even within that, we can unpack it more, right? So it depends what you as a passive investor want to get. So for example, the biggest returns are the riskiest deals, right? Um, yep, because usually. more sure. risk, more reward, right? Yep, and then, typically. so that's normally deeper value add, you know, a little bit, you know, distressed properties, a lot of deferred maintenance. So again, when yep. you look at what you're going to do, and then there's kind of the middle of the road. And then, so I'm invested in deep value add all the way up to new build A plus class. So I've diversified through the classes yeah, of yeah. where I want to go. And, and some of that was for my learning. So I wanted to be able to invest in those asset classes so I could learn and get the reports from the syndicators and understand it a little bit better. Um, and in fact, I've even gone just for land. So where they're just doing the land acquisition and getting nice. all the entitlements. So I'm all the way from land and entitlements to brand new build. We're going to start leasing up next quarter in Katy, Texas, 300 A plus units. I actually just went for a tour of it last week. Beautiful property. It's going to be gorgeous. So, and then it's the track. So the track is where, and again, there's lots of where's, right? So personally, I invest in pro-business landlord-friendly states. That's me yeah. personally. Okay. So that's the Arizonas, the Texas, the Carolinas, the Florida. Um, doesn't mean that you can invest somewhere Throw Ohio else. in there. Yeah, and so I've not <laughs> invested up in the Northeast, yeah. but but the, I know they're there, and I know yeah. they have things, right? Um, you know, normally if somebody sends me an investment from California, I just hit that delete button. But don't get me wrong, <laughs> people are making money in California. I got some partners on another deal, and they're killing it in California. On it, yeah, um, because they know what they're doing, right? They right, live there, they know what they're yep. doing, so that's another thing, making sure they know what they're doing for sure. And then, when you get down to even the asset class, where, like, where within the city is it, where within the state with the city, you know, um, because the neighborhood changes dramatically from one side of a highway to another side mm -hmm. of a highway, mm -hmm. from a county to another county. Yeah. One there's, school district to the next. There's right? a lot of That's different things that are going to affect your investment. Yep. So you want to make sure that you have at least a comfortable understanding that what the plan is matches where the property is. Okay. Okay. So yes. when I say that, so for example, you know, we're buying a D-class property in the ghetto, and we're going to do $500 rent bumps. Uh, seriously considered, that's uh, very lofty. That's just probably not going to work, right? Yep. 
You want people in that area can't can't afford that. And so those are the kind of things that passive investors at some point need to get some education on. You know, how do I judge the plan to see if it's somewhat realistic? But at the end of the day, your first few investments, you're really just boiling it down that you found somebody that you trust. You've looked at their past deals. You've talked to their past investors and you feel comfortable that 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 track record is going to continue. Yeah. And, and what you just kind of said there right at the end, Trevor, that's where I want, want to ask about next. You said you've talked to others, you know, that invest with them. I, I think that can be such a key piece of it because if you've never, back to the plane analogy, if you've never flown with this airline, if you've never flown with this pilot, I, there's no way you can know for yourself how that's going to go. But if you start talking to other people who have, they do know how it, how it goes. They, they do know how that person, hey, I, I did fly with them. We did go through turbulence. They handled it very well. They were very honest with us. We got through it. Those, those people. So that, that's so valuable. And it sounds like that's, that's a big piece of what you've been able to do. It with, is. With the networking that you've done. And I got to be tell everybody, I'm super shocked how transparent most of the real estate investor community is. Mm-hmm. Like I was new and people took my questions, took my calls, took time to get to know me. And so for me, you know, I'm trying to do the same, right? I try yep. to, I'll, I'll talk with anybody who's interested in passive investing in real estate, you know? Um, and yep. the way I look at it is I've got one hand still reaching forward because there's people bigger than me pulling me along. Oh, I've yeah. got one hand reached behind me. Yeah, I love that. You know, because, yep. you know, and when you said at the beginning, a thousand people, and I had somebody challenge me on that. And I'm like, no, they don't have to all invest with me. They can invest with you or somebody else. What I want to do is educate them so that they see the power, right? Warren Buffett says, you don't find a way to make money while you sleep. You will work until you die. And you you want to go to bed and you want your money working for you. And again, real estate is one of the, the most efficient ways for that to happen. Yeah, yeah, love it. Trevor, as you're talking, so this is all really good stuff. And I think great stuff that for people to think about if they're they're thinking they're ready to get into the passive investing, but it seems scary. But hearing you talk, like you love this stuff and you've kind of jumped into it head first. You've spent a lot of time on it. For somebody listening that's saying, hey, I'm still working full time. I don't have that kind of time. I'm also, you know, probably not as passionate about it as you are, Trevor. Like you love this stuff. I don't, but I do want to invest in it. Like I, I, I do believe in it. I want to get into it. For the person that just doesn't have much time, maybe how do they think about it? You know, hey, I don't, I don't want to go to the conferences. I don't want to, you know, maybe do all this stuff. But what are maybe just a, a, a few easy steps? At, at some point, you have to find who you're going to give your money to. So you're going to have to right. do a little bit of work, right? So there's a lot of podcasts. There's a lot of webinars. There's a lot of everybody has a YouTube channel. And, you know, that's how I started finding people. I actually just started looking through YouTube and then went here and went there and popped around. And and when I found somebody I was interested, I would listen to a few. So at some point, they're going to put some energy to connect with a person, right? Yep. Whether it's somebody. The jockey. And, and they're going to yep. have to get somebody to get them started, right? Yep. Um, yep. And, and you just want to make sure that you pick the right person that's going to provide that education to you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and will, is, is willing to help you get over your fears. Right. Mm-hmm. And then cool. reading the books, right. That I recommended, right. Passive investing. It just yep. kind of tells you what to look for in a deal. And, and that's I bought it on audible and, yep. you know, I was, I did it while I was working. And so I listened to it at the gym and, and driving to work, right. There you go. To my university. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And, and, and the other thing I think about too, Trevor's like, 
you know, as you're getting started, I mean, if, if you're in a decent market, I mean, if you're in, in a market where you think no one should be investing here, then it doesn't work. But if you're in a decent market, if you're in, in a Texas, Florida, um, Ohio, I would say just start real local too, because, you know, go to, I mean, we've got a good RIA here in Cincinnati. You go to that RIA, um, you start meeting people who have probably invested with some local sponsors. Maybe some of the sponsors show up to the RIA. Man, right there, you can talk to the sponsor, get to know, like, and trust them a little bit, get to know some people that have invested with that sponsor. And then if they invest local, you know what you hit on, Trevor's like, you need to know the market. Well, you, you kind of know it because you live there. And then you said, you know, which is so key, like, you know, if they're trying to invest over here in this D area, but they're saying we're going to do all this. Well, if, if you live in that area, you would know that. So that's where I think you can kind of cut down on some of this. If yeah. you either stay local or just, hey, I, I used to live in Austin or I used to work in Austin. I know Austin pretty good. Okay. Look into some sponsors in Austin. Yeah. And, and and so many of these things are virtual now. I know our RIA, we, a lot of it's virtual. So we have people from all over the United States that join the, the RIA calls that are, you know, Zoom calls. And so they can jump on there and, and start to meet people and hear about yeah. stuff in Cincinnati if they want. So I think that's that's one way, you know, to start doing some networking, not only with other investors, but also with sponsors in the city that you want to invest in. And if you know that city pretty well, it makes it easier for you to, to figure out, is this yeah. a good plan? Uh, and, you know, it's definitely a great plan. But, you know, it's kind of mind boggling if you think about it. We all invested money in the stock market with no research, right? Just because yeah. everybody no, does I'm it. Not, yep. It's kind of bizarre, right? It and is. if you think about it, right, we all know the stock market up, down, whatever it is. Um, you know, the, there's a big difference between the tax efficiency of real estate, the leverage of real estate, uh, a lot of the things. And it's quite interesting. It's because it's not a big fee-based investment mm, that most yeah. investment advisors do not recommend it because they make no money on it. Now, yes, syndicators <laughs> make money on it. And yeah. there's a group of people that are, are making money for doing deals. But the general financial community makes no money on it. And so they just don't talk about it. Hey, three full listeners, just want to take a quick break from the show to introduce you to our sponsor, Pure Property Solutions. They specialize in CapEx projects for multifamily and commercial properties in the tri-state area. They handle painting, carpentry, roofing, windows, and more. The Pure Property Solutions team prides itself on quality work for a fair price with excellent customer service. They are adept at keeping a good relationship with residents at the job site and are always willing to work toward a creative solution while keeping finances in mind. I can speak to this firsthand. We've worked with Pure Property Solutions on uh, a big project we had that they put in all new windows for us, um, all, all new decks, uh, did some roof work for us, and we just had a great experience. Um, they deliver a quality product. Um, they have good good craftsmanship, uh, good communication. And, and to be honest with you, like not everything went perfectly, um, but when things didn't go perfectly, they, they returned our call, they fixed it, they got out, they heard us, and, and, and they made it right. And that, that's, that's what you want. Uh, check them out. If you've got a big CapEx project in the Tri-State area, Check out Pure Property Solution. Uh, the, the link will be in the show notes. Now, back to the show. Good good stuff. I, I love the plane analogy. I'm probably going to steal that slash borrow yeah, that. Sorry, never, I Whatever. stole it, so it's okay. That's good stuff. Um, so this is really good. I, I, I think just making passive investing a little less scary. And I think some couple, you know, a few bite-sized pieces that people can, can chew off, you know, read the book, read a passive, passive investing Um but start networking with, with, with your local RIA group, um, start networking with sponsors, getting to know them. It's good stuff. And I think that starts yeah. to feel a little less scary. And, and in fact, like you said, you're going to invest in the stock market. You don't know anything. You start doing a couple of these things. You now know the person that's running the deal. You know, some people that have invested with that person before and done deals. 
you you have way more information now than, than you have in anything you're going to invest in the stock market. So should yeah. feel less scary if you do those things. So um, really good. Trevor, as we kind of wrap it up here, um, I always like to ask my guests, what would you say is maybe the one key ingredient to being a successful real estate investor? And let's maybe say a successful passive real estate investor. Yeah. So again, it, it, I already sort of said it, the who you give your money to is most important, right? Mm -hmm. and, and, and then the next most important is getting at least a little bit of education about what you're putting your money yeah. into. But, but in general, you know, it really boils down to who you're giving your money to. Um, yeah. That is, that is key. Absolutely yep. key. And then Trevor, I, I, I think, you know, for me, and I, I assume for you and, and so many of my listeners, a big part of why they want that financial independence, the, why they want to get on the plane uh, of, of, you know, investing in a syndication passively to get, they want to get that financial independence because their family is important to them because, you know, yeah. things outside their family for, for me, you know, faith and things like that. Um, they want to buy their time. And so how, what do you think is the key ingredient to while you're pursuing uh, success with real estate investing passively um, also maintaining your priorities and, and making sure you're having success with your, with your family, with your faith, things like that. Well, you know, you got to remember everything is a lot easier if you have a little bit of money. Right. And, <laughs> yeah. and so if you think about real estate and the fact that they're investing in the power of it. So I always like to do this little story. Normally in real estate investing, you double your money every five years. Okay. Yeah. So let me tell you a story, right? I started as an older man, so I'm not going to be able to hit this whole story. So you put a hundred thousand dollars in five years, it's 200. Five years, it's 800. Five years is 1.6 million. Five years is $3.2 million. So think about that. An initial $100,000 investment continually reinvested with no other commitment. Yep. In relation, 25 years later, it's worth $3.2 million. Um, show me anything else in the world that can give you that. Um, there isn't. Yeah. And, and so when you start thinking about your future, right? It's so important. And then even a lot of people that say, well, I want to get to active. And I say, well, don't get to active until you've got so much passive income coming. You don't need what to do with it, right? Because yeah. imagine if every five years I could actually earn another hundred and add it to that scenario. And right. Get it going again. At the end, or it's staggering. So, so the power of leverage and the tax efficiencies of real estate investing, those two things combined, putting fuel on your money, right? Yep. And again, it's truly making money while you sleep. Yep. Um, you're not having to work for it as a passive investor. And, and, and that then right there, when you hit that, the amount of time you can focus on your family, the amount of time you can devote to your family, to, to, to your church, to the things outside that you want to do. I mean, it just becomes so much easier, right? Yeah. You have that and freedom. I know people work hard. You know, I talk about, oh, invest 100000 like that's easy, right? That's not easy. Yeah, right. I understand, right? It, takes it might take five or 10 years to get that 100 grand. Kind of money. And yeah. so find things you can start at 10, 25, $50,000 and then yeah. just keep building up to it. Um, you know, they, they say that, uh, you know, don't wait to buy real estate, buy real estate and wait. Yep. And it's so true, right? So true. Well, this is great, Trevor. Hey, um, love the, the the stuff you put out. I know I, I see you on social media. I know you're active on um, Facebook and LinkedIn. So we'll put that in. I know you've got the website at Niagara uh, uh, investments.com. So we'll put that on. You mentioned the YouTube channel. We'll put all that in the show notes. Um, awesome. make sure to send everybody over there. Uh, before I let you go, Trevor, I always like to ask my guests before, uh, here at the end, um, how might my listeners and I be praying for you in the coming weeks? You know, um, I'm, I'm going to start doing some deals with another group of people so that I made the right choice. I guess. Oh, there you go. Yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. Um, really good to be happy to pray for that with you. Um, you know, we all need wisdom, uh, make sure we're, you know, 
doing our due diligence, getting the right thing. And then, um, and then sometimes, you know, just need um, prayers to, to allow, allow it to go well. So be happy to pray for that for you. Getting into investing passively and something like an apartment building is very scary. Um, you've given us some, some tools some steps to take to make that not so scary. Uh, so I really appreciate that, man. Thanks for coming on today and helping us out. Uh, my pleasure, I really enjoyed it. Thanks for talking to you. Yep, take care, Trevor. Take care. Thank you for joining us for another great episode. I hope you'll take action on what you've learned today. If you enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving Lee a five-star rating and review. And check him out on threefoldrei.com. Until next time, 1 Timothy 6.17.